But we don't have to wait till that happens. Till we see people dropping around us like flies. We need to get to the heart of God now. Say, oh Lord, I want you in my life. I want you to be the center of my life. You are everything, Lord. I want to be in your presence and glorify you. Then God will come. God will come. He will break through the dark clouds and give you His sunshine, His sunlight. Hallelujah. How many of you can testify when you are in the valley of the shadow of death? Jesus came through. Hallelujah. He came through. Hallelujah. And He can always come through for all who would look to Him. God is a God of hope and mercy. God is a God of goodness. Oh, He's good. No matter what the devil tells you. Hallelujah. And look at you, what you're going through. It must be because God doesn't love you. That's a lie from the pit of hell. Don't believe it. Because God loves you. God loves me. He wants to change our lives. Take our mourning and turn it into dancing. Hallelujah. We're going to sing that song. Thou has turned my mourning into dancing. Now let Pastor Kerber start that off. Praise your holy name, Lord. Let's sing it from the heart. No matter what situation you're in, God's presence will come down when you praise Him. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. God has turned my morning into dancing for me. God has put off my sad clothes. Oh, yes, Lord.
and say, I have lifted you up out of your deathbed so that you can shine for me all over the world. Hallelujah. And those who have no hope can look at your life and my life and say, if there's hope for you, oh, Jesus, there must be hope for me. Thank you, Lord. And I pray, Father, for those who right now are watching, Lord, or those right here in the sanctuary who are going through a very, very difficult time. Father, I pray in Jesus' name, touch their hearts, Lord. Help them to have their hearts opened up like a flower in bloom, O God, by the working of the Holy Spirit, that in the midst of their pain, they will give glory to God. And that will be a slap in the devil's face. Hallelujah. You shut the devil down by praising God. And you glorify the Lord and God's presence will come down and bless you and lift you up out of your darkness no matter who you are. And those who are interceding for your loved ones, praise God. Praise God. Praise Him in the good times. Praise Him in the bad times because God will surely turn your bad times back into the good times. Hallelujah. In His presence there is fullness of joy. In His right hand there are pleasures forevermore. Hallelujah. We're going to continue to worship God. Thank you, Lord. Let's reveal Him. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. As the waters cover the sea, let your glory cover the earth. As the waters cover the sea, let your glory cover the earth. I long for you, I yearn for you, I long to see your glory, I long for you, I yearn for you. I long to see your glory as the waters cover the sea. Let your glory cover the earth as the deer panted for.
let your glory cover the earth. Yes, Jesus, as the waters cover the sea. Let your glory cover the earth. I long for you. I yearn for you, Lord. I long to see your glory. Yes, I long for you. I yearn for you. I long to see your glory. Yes, as the waters cover the sea, let your glory cover the earth. As a deer panted for the water, my soul longed for the living God. Yes, Lord, I am there. See for. 
atoned for our transgressions. He just didn't die on the cross just to offer some forgiveness. Even though that is huge. Without His blood, there is no remission for our sins. But beyond that, He's given us the power through His death on the cross to overcome sin. Hallelujah. To resist the devil. Hallelujah. To take the victory that He has given to us. Hallelujah. To possess everything beyond Jordan. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Not to live a defeated life. Hallelujah. Not to live a defeated life. Hallelujah. But to live an overcoming life through the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. We are going to go up and take the country and possess the land from Jordan to the sea. Though the giants may be there on the way to hinder, our God has surely given us a victory. We are going to go up and take the country and possess the land from Jordan to the sea. Though the giants may be there on the way to
Jesus did not die in vain. Hallelujah. He died to free us from our sins and sicknesses. Hallelujah. By His stripes we are healed. Hallelujah. By His stripes we are healed. Hallelujah. Glory to God in the highest. Hallelujah. By His stripes we are healed. Hallelujah. Glory to God in the highest. Hallelujah. Oh, by His stripes we are healed. Hallelujah. Glory to God in the highest. Hallelujah. By His stripes we are healed. Hallelujah. He came with a purpose. Hallelujah. He came to set the captives free. Hallelujah. By your death, I gain life. By your stripes, I get healed. She took my place on Calvary. And he paid the penalty on the cross.
Jesus did not die in vain. Hallelujah. Jesus did not die in vain. Hallelujah. When he died, he said, it is finished. Hallelujah. It is finished. Hallelujah. What Jesus had to do was finished on the cross of Calvary. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. By your death I can lie. By your stripes I am here. Oh, you took my place on Calvary. Oh, you paid the penalty on the cross for me. He said it is finished, hallelujah. He said it is finished, hallelujah. He died on the cross to free us from our sins. Not only to offer forgiveness, but to free us from our sins, hallelujah. To take away the power of sin, hallelujah. To remove the grip of sin, hallelujah. To give an overcoming life, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Not to be oppressed by the oppressor. Hallelujah. Not to be oppressed by the oppressor. Hallelujah. He came to set us free. Hallelujah. Jesus came to set us free. Hallelujah. He came to set us free. Hallelujah. Jesus came to set us free. Hallelujah. Once and for all. Hallelujah. Once and for all. Hallelujah. Oh, tell yourself, Jesus came to set me free once and for all. Hallelujah. From every bondage. Hallelujah. From every bondage of the enemy. Hallelujah. From every slavery of Satan. From every slavery of sin. From every slavery of curse. Jesus came to set me free. Hallelujah. Oh, we praise you. Hallelujah. Therefore, we can live in true freedom. Hallelujah. Therefore, we can walk in true freedom. Hallelujah. Therefore, we can live in true freedom. Therefore, we can walk in true freedom. Hallelujah. Not to live an imaginary life, but to live a real, authentic, godly Christian, overcoming life. Hallelujah. Through the power of the cross of Jesus. Hallelujah. Through the power of the cross of Jesus Christ. Not forever longing for something that you can never attain, but through the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. He not only made it his own, but through his blood, he said, you too can be like me, hallelujah. You too can live like me, hallelujah. You too can walk like me, hallelujah. You too can serve like me, hallelujah. Praise you, praise you, praise you, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. I pray to the Spirit, the Almighty God, which show the depth of what Christ is ministering to our spirits through the Holy Spirit of his hour, hallelujah. Hallelujah, praise you, praise you, praise you, hallelujah. He calls me out of darkness. He calls me into your light. Oh, there is no one like you, Lord, my God. You called me to bring down mountains. You called You are my source of strength. You're the 
mountain, we have to stand before a huge mountain. The Holy Spirit is asking me this question today. Twelve spies were sent to spy the promised land. I want to emphasize the word promised land. Hallelujah. But God already said, oh, it has been given to you. Out of the twelve, ten did not see the promised land as promised land. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. David said, I have set the Lord always before me. Therefore, I shall not be moved. Hallelujah. What is the reason? What is the reason behind a man of God or a woman of God not being moved? The reason is they've chosen, they've made the choice to set the Lord always before them. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When the Lord is always before us, and all we see is God, the one who is bigger than our mountain, the one who is bigger than our valleys, the one who is bigger than the sea that is before us. Hallelujah. We shall not be moved. Hallelujah. That was the difference. Ten spies out of the twelve failed to go to spy the promised land with the knowledge that it has already been given to us. Hallelujah. When you approach your problem with the knowledge that God has already given me the victory, so I'm going to stand firm on the promise of God, then we are going to walk on water. The water will not overtake us. That's God's word. That's God's word. Hallelujah. Your problem will not overtake you. Hallelujah. Your problem cannot overtake you. Hallelujah. Your problem will not overtake you. Hallelujah. When you face a problem, when you set the Lord always before you, God's word will overtake your problem instead of the problem overtaking you. Hallelujah. Two spies came back with great news. With good news. The carriers of good news and good report are those who accept the Lord God always before them. Hallelujah. What are you seeing? God is asking you today. What do you have before your eyes? What do you have before your eyes? What is your choice? What are you choosing? Minute by minute. Yes, there is that Red Sea. Yes. Sarah's army is coming behind. Yes, there is this mountain all around. Yes, there is this great army right in front of us. Yes, everything looks impossible. Oh yes, the people may look like giants. Has the Lord given you His word? Has the Lord given you His word? Did He say that I've given you this land is flowing with milk and honey? Did he say that 
word is enough. Hallelujah. They say that if I've given you my word, that is good enough, my son, my daughter. Hallelujah. You shall see the light of day. 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 Hallelujah. How many of us are willing to step into the word of God? Into the word of God. Into the word of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you going into your future? Like how the 12 spies went. Based on what God said? Or based on what the enemy says in your ears? Ten people came back with a negative report and they contaminated the people of Israel and God's wrath came upon them. You know why? That's how poisonous the spirit of fear and the negative spirit is. And that's how contagious and damaging it is to the people of God. And all those who would allow the lying spirit to speak words of lies that are contrary to what God has spoken. Hallelujah. God is speaking to your hearts at this hour. The Spirit of the Lord says, What are you looking at? Do you have God set before you? Do you have God set before your eyes? What do you have before your eyes? Do you have His promise before you? Or do you have what the enemy says before you? What do you have before your eyes? God is asking you at this hour. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Think about your life. How are you looking at your future? How are you looking at your tomorrows? How are you looking at... Everything that pertains to your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Has God mapped out your future? Do you have faith in that? Do you have faith that God is bigger than your problems? Hallelujah. Has he given you his word? Hallelujah. Our God is not a man that he should lie. The word of God says. Hallelujah. If he has said it, he will perform it. Hallelujah. Praise you. Praise you, praise you. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, there is no one like you, Lord my God. There is no one like you, Lord my God. Oh, there is no one like you, like my God. Hallelujah. If he has given you his word, his word is enough. Hallelujah. Two spies went so confidently into the promised land. Hallelujah. Because it was already promised by God. When they walked in, they walked in with the knowledge that, Oh, this land is my land, hallelujah. God said, this is my land, hallelujah. And when they saw the people, even though the people made them, but it looked like giants. Oh, they looked at the people with the promise that God gave. Oh, these are the people that God will give into my hands, hallelujah. All of a sudden, by their confession of faith, by their trust in what God said, in their eyes, the giants looked tiny. Hallelujah. That's what God's word would do. Hallelujah. That's what God's word would do. Hallelujah. If you have faith in the almighty God. If you have faith in the faithfulness of the almighty God. Hallelujah. He will cause you to walk on water. Hallelujah. He will cause you to be a carrier of good news. Hallelujah. Words of unbelief is bad news. Words of unbelief and words of fear is echoing the words of darkness. Echoing the plans of darkness. Hallelujah. When we speak the word of God, 
Jesus, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. To God's people, there's no defeat. Hallelujah. To God's people, there's always victory. Hallelujah. Oh, for Jesus Christ fought the enemy. He overcame. Hallelujah. Jesus said, in this world you have tribulations, but be of good cheer, for I have overcome this world. Hallelujah. Yes, we face mountains. Yes, we face valleys. Yes, we face serpents and scorpions. Oh, but you know what? Every time we overcome, every time we win. Hallelujah. Every time we overcome, every time we win. Hallelujah. Every mountain, oh, is brought down. Every valley is raised up. Every crooked path is made straight. Hallelujah. Every rough place has been made smooth. Oh, because our God the mighty bondage breaker oh the one who gives the breakthrough oh he has gone before us and he goes with us oh he surrounds us hallelujah he's all around us hallelujah he surrounds us oh he surrounds us he surrounds us hallelujah with victory hallelujah he surrounds us with songs of deliverance hallelujah he surrounds us with his glory hallelujah oh praise him praise him praise him hallelujah oh we praise the Lord praise the Lord there is no defeat hallelujah and you put a new song in our mouth, hallelujah. Songs of deliverance, 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 hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus, hallelujah. Oh, we praise you. He's up to something big. He's up to something good. He's up to something great and glorious. Our God, our God. In the midst of the lion's den, in the midst of the fiery furnace, God sang this. I'm up to something big, hallelujah. I'm up to something good. In Daniel's life, in Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego's life, hallelujah. And Daniel knew, oh my God, is up to something big, hallelujah. Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, no. Oh, they knew, oh, they knew, they knew, hallelujah. And so do we, hallelujah. We know that our God is up to something big. He's up to something good. He's up to something great and glorious. Our God, our God. In the midst of our circumstance, in the midst of whatever we are going through, we have to keep our eyes on Jesus. As those two spies, Joshua and Caleb, they kept their eyes on the promised land, the promised giver, hallelujah. He's up to something big. He's up to something good. He's up to something great and glorious. Our God, our God. Yes, yes. In the dark, He is working. In the night, you are working. He who watches over Israel, need the comfort of Yes. In the dark, you are working. Working. 
We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Our promise-keeping God, every promise that you made to us in the month of November, you kept it. Hallelujah. You kept it, Father, and we thank you, Lord. Lord, as your people, we thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. You said no bad news, and you gave us plenty of good news. Hallelujah. Plenty of good news. Hallelujah. In our darkest hour, you are working for something far greater. Hallelujah. And we thank you, Heavenly Father. We thank you, Heavenly Father. We thank you, Heavenly Father. We thank you, Lord. We thank you. Our momentary affliction, our momentary affliction, oh, when we compare it to the eternal weight of glory, is considered as light affliction. Hallelujah. Oh, we thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. So we choose to keep our eyes on the eternal weight of glory. Hallelujah. Eternal weight of glory. Hallelujah. And we thank you, Lord, for you're working on something big for us. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you for your great presence, your awesome presence that is in our midst, O oh Lord. We thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. Hallelujah. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. Hallelujah. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. Hallelujah. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will uphold you with my righteous right arms as the Lord Most High. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. When you walk through the fire, I will be with you. When you pass through the rivers, it will not overflow on you. Hallelujah. It will never overtake you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Oh, worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you. Hallelujah. The mighty bondage breaker is in our midst right now. Hallelujah. Oh, we worship you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. No matter what we go through. No matter what we go through. Hallelujah. 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 We know our Redeemer lives, hallelujah. As long as our Father is by our side, we don't have to fear anything. For He has said, don't be afraid for I am with you, hallelujah. Don't be afraid for I am with you, hallelujah. I will help you, I will help you, hallelujah. God says, I will help you, hallelujah. I'll help you in your time of need, I will help you, hallelujah. Oh, thank you Holy Spirit. Thank you Holy Spirit. There's no defeat. There's no defeat, hallelujah. There's no defeat in the month of December, hallelujah. There's no defeat in the month of December, hallelujah. There's no defeat in the month of December, hallelujah. There's no defeat in the month of December, hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. He holds the keys of hell and death. 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 Sing it out. He holds the keys of hell and death. He holds the keys of hell and death. Yes, he holds the keys of hell and death. Our God reigns forever from never. Our God reigns forever from never. Our God. 
not setting our affections on things on the earth, things below, but setting our affections on things above. Hallelujah. Using everything that God has given to us for His glory, for His honor. Hallelujah. God will visit us while we are in our tents. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. And not the people in the mansion, in the palace, heard the angels announce the birth of Jesus Christ. Those were lowly shepherds in the field. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. All the heavens shout your praise. Beautiful is our God. Universe will sing hallelujah to you, our King. Oh, all the heavens shout your
Lord Jesus Christ to say, Lord, I will hear you and I will follow you. Hallelujah. God says, Oh, there shall be a sign. There shall be a sign. There shall be a sign. Hallelujah. There shall be a sign. Hallelujah. To each was given a sign. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Oh, a sign was given to the wise men. A sign was given to the shepherds. But the biggest sign of all signs was the baby, Jesus, who humbled himself to do the will of God the Father. Thank you, Jesus. All the signs were pointing to the sign of all signs, which was the love of God, wrapped in swaddling clothes. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. The God's people would say, Lord, I want to follow you like Abraham. I want to look for you, Jesus. I'm not going to be looking downwards. I'm going to look upwards, hallelujah. And I'm going to eagerly wait. Eagerly wait for you, hallelujah. God comes to those who eagerly wait for him with faith, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, and the carrier of good news. Those who carry good news, I see them coming, hallelujah. With haste on horses, hallelujah. To get the good news, the news of liberation in the month of December. Hallelujah. The news of liberation, hallelujah. As it was in the days of Esther, hallelujah. They will carry the good news with haste. Hallelujah. For God's people, the Jesus. There will be great rejoicing and celebration in the house of David. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, the lamp of David. All will be shining, burning. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Great celebration and rejoicing will be in the house of David. Hallelujah. But it's the house of the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. God will do great and mighty things in the month of December. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father. Thank you for all that you've done this far. Thank you, Lord. We're just going to lift up our voices and thank the Lord for what he did in the month of November. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. 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 Hallelujah. Praise you, Father. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Fulfilling our mass with good things. Hallelujah. Throughout this month of November, you've been faithful, faithful. Every promise, every prophecy you gave, O oh Lord, you have fulfilled it, O oh God. And we stand as witnesses for that, O oh God. And we thank you, Lord. 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 Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for giving us joy. Hallelujah. Thank you for crowning us with joy. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Lord, for giving us good news. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for filling our cups to the overflowing. Hallelujah. Thank you for defeating the enemy. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your fame that is going all over the earth. Hallelujah. That our God lives. 
lives. Hallelujah. Our God lives. Hallelujah. Our God lives. Hallelujah. Our God lives. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. May many more see and hear that our God lives, hallelujah, in the month of December. Thank you, Father. And we as a church, we give ourselves over to the working of the Holy Spirit even more and more in the days to come. Thank you, Father. To walk in obedience to the Word of God. To believe every word that God has spoken, hallelujah. For you have spoken and you will bring it to pass, hallelujah. We thank you, Heavenly Father. We give you all the glory. All the honor and all the praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. Well, I didn't plan this this way, but as I was putting the guitar down, the Lord told me, whoever wants to give testimony, you can keep it up in five minutes. You can come up and share your testimony. I saw Stanley coming here, so he's going to finish his <laughs> announcements, and then we're going to do the testimony part. And whoever wants to thank God for what God has done for you, especially in the month of November, you can come forward in a sentence or two, or two, three minutes the most, if you can, then we will go into God's word. God has given the word, so I have two things running. <laughs> One is a testimony, and God has told me what passage, so that's also there. So I know we're going to have God's word. Without that, we're not going home, even though God has spoken. But before that, it's time for us to give praise to God. It is time for us to give praise to God. So let's family come first, and then we'll go into um, a time of testimony and Praise the Lord. Praise God. Greetings to everybody in Jesus' name. Uh, announcement for this week. Uh, Tuesday onwards, we have the uh, fasting prayer. Uh, Tuesday in the evening, uh, 7, we will gather uh, for the fasting prayer from December 1 to December 7. This week, Tuesday to next week, Monday. We will have the life training school on Thursday, uh, 5.30. And, uh, and uh, Saturday is the uh, morning at 8 is a uh, mother's, uh, mother's meeting. And uh, after that is a kids' meeting at 1 o'clock. Praise God for these meetings that we have for this week. Praise God. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. So we are, we'll give to the Lord first. <laughs> We're going to stand up and give to the Lord, and then we will go into testimonies. Jesus. You are my strength when I am weak. You are the treasure.
is your name, Lamb of God, that was slain for our sins. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for dying on the cross. Thank you, Lord. Help us, Lord, to always have that tender heart toward the gospel of Jesus Christ. That without your death on the cross, we have nothing, Lord. But through the sacrifice that you made on the cross, brutally treated, Lord, gave your blood, your blood was shed, poured out for our sins. We thank you, Jesus. Today, Lord, we have eternal life through the covenant that you made with your people through the blood of your precious Son. Thank you, Jesus. And thank you, Lord, for helping us come into your house with our tithes and offerings. Lord, I pray that you bless it. Multiply it, Lord, for the expansion of your kingdom. And multiply it back, Father, a blessing that your people don't have room enough to contain because you're a faithful God. Lord, bless them in every area of their lives, spiritually, physically, relationally, materially. You are the God of plenty. You're the God who meets all our need according to your riches and glory by Christ Jesus. May everyone that's in a difficult situation financially believe God's word. We come to God by faith and we honor God in tithes and offerings that we have a right to expect God to bless us because you said you would, Father. Thank you, Lord. In every area, I pray for your healing, Lord, that you touch your people, revive them, help them, Lord, to have their faith kindled and quickened, even during worship time, Lord. And now, with the testimonies, I pray, may your people delight themselves in you and all those who are watching. Rejoice together that the praise of God may ascend up to heaven from all the earth. Glory be to your holy name. You are God who saves, heals, and delivers. Blessed be the name of the Lord. We thank and praise you. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Please be seated. Praise be to God. So, with the mic here, right? Okay. So, whoever wants to come first, please come right away. Veronica. Praise the Lord, everybody. Let every breath that has breath, let everything that has breath do what? Praise Praise the Lord. Let me hear again. Let everything that has breath do what? Praise the Lord. One more time for the Holy Ghost. Let everything that has breath do what? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I just want to thank God because, as you all know, November was the best. Um, month of my life, when my when my um, family of God, Esther, when she was healed, because I tell you, Hallelujah, Hallelujah! I prayed, I cried, I couldn't, I couldn't do anything, I couldn't even think straight, because this was God's child, and I was there for for God's child. God had gave me a heart, like to pray for her. And I tell you, God came in in a big way. At first, I was getting so sad. I was like, oh, God, please, I can't, I can't live, you know, because it wasn't her, but it was God's child. This is God's child. And God came in, and he just, he did a wonderful thing. And he used um, the church family to cry out, to pray, and as we have to continue to do, to cry out for one another, 
to pray for one another because I just thank God because Esther is alive and well. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He reigns forever. He reigns. Hallelujah. We give God all the glory. We give God all the praise. And the honor is due to him. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Lord. (laughs) I have no words. (laughs) Sorry, I'm Esther. The month of November was a glorious and just the best month of the year for me. Um, God did so much through what Esther went through. God did so much in general. Um, I'm not going to go really long. um, God made many promises on the 1st and the 8th. Um, and he fulfilled every single one of them. It's November. Huh? Uh, no, oh. November 1st. And oh, 8th. yeah, November 1st and the 8th. I wanted to say that the, the, two, the two things I'll focus on is that um, God said that this month he was giving us a fresh start um, to be closer to him, to have the first love, which is the first faith that you had when you first got saved. And so I received that. I knew it was going to happen, but I didn't know how it was going to happen. And God really used what happened with Esther to give that to me um, because we all love we all love Esther, and I love Esther. <laughs> so, so when that happened, um, it was like everything was, like, shaken for a second. It was like, you know. But God really taught me how to pray, um, how to pray. How to cry and pray and like me and not just like be frozen in like the sadness and the heaviness, but how to pray. And God answered in a way that I had no idea. Because um, I work in the nighttime and I saw the thing and it was just like, Esther, damn, praise the Lord. <laughs> and, then, and the pictures, I, everything, everything was so beautiful. And um, I don't even have words. Even down to this last service, like God did so, so much. But I have to say like... Um, that love, that, like, pure love that I had for the Lord, and I was crying out that I wanted that again, um, like, more of Jesus, he gave that back to me this month, and I didn't even think that I could, um, I mean, I was obviously we're walking with God and stuff, but that there's super, super closeness that I wanted. God gave that to me during my prayer times praying for Esther, and I remember feeling that closeness and that love, like, in one of the prophecies God said, um, no, it was the morning call, actually. That amazed me that Pastor Kirba did the morning call after, I think she was waiting in the car to go back into the hospital. And I remember I was so touched by that morning call about, I think it was um, Moses and how he um, sought God. And he came down and how his face was. And Pastor Kirba said that when you go into the presence of God, whether you're in the hospital, whether you're wherever, and I was thinking, wow, like she's still serving God in the middle of this. And um, God said when you go into God's presence, he'll give you that hug that you need. And I remember it was the grief that I had over Esther because she looked dead. I was like, I couldn't get that out of my head. I just like, I never want to see Esther in a hospital gown ever again. <laughs> but, um, I remember it was that grief that drove me to pray. And that's where I felt the love of God that I was longing for. And I thank God for that because um, that's what I need. <laughs> and, so, and I thank God to see Esther worshiping. And I have to say that today, the presence of God that I felt in Esther's worship and Pastor Pradeep and everybody, I could just feel like the beginning of the
the glory that's coming out of the trial. And Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise God, Charlie, praise God. Who wants to go next? Without losing time. Anyone else? Anyone else? Yeah, Jim. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. I actually didn't raise my hand, but <laughs> I guess God wanted me to. Really, this month of November was very glorious. The step of my life came big in my life, the prayer. Prayer because of to the child of Esther and Tyrus. It just gave me a hunger to pray more and more. So a lot of tragedies went into this month for my family. I had death in my family, um, Cancer, breast cancer in my oh. family. Um, one of my grandsons is very ill. He's oh. very ill. Oh. In God's hand. Mm-hmm. Um, but through that trial, it was amazing how the Lord just focused me to pray for others. And my pastors. And by the strength of the, my pastors. To see how Esther was fighting with a smile in my church family praying and um, you know, it was so powerful prayer. It built my strength. Um, I pray for my family, what, what they're going through. And, but the pain in my heart was more for Esther. Mm. And it was amazing how God teach me how to put my pain in the side. Mm. Praise God for Esther and my pastor. Mm. Um, and everything is going. Um, my friend lost her daughter. She mm. died on oh. um, Thanksgiving Day. She died, and um, yeah. everything else, God, in his time, he changed everything for good. And I know that through the trial that one of my grandson is going through, it's going to be victory for God. Because yeah. God got a calling on him. Yeah. So whatever is his way to call him, yeah. let the Lord do his will. And I praise God overall, Amen. because my prayer life is in the top. I can't stop praising God, God. no matter what, with tears, smile, and hearing Esther's testimony and seeing my pastor how strong the faith that God gives them day by day, that rises me up like a little baby. So I praise God, and I just want to share that with my brothers and sisters. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. I think she must have gone like this. Moved or something. I saw her hand up. <laughs> but like she said, God probably meant her to give the testimony. Praise God. We're going to pray for her family. Praise God. Anyone else would like to share a testimony for the month of November? Miss Jody. You can take that off. I can't sit in the seat and not walk up 
because of God's goodness. Amen. I can't be quiet because of God's goodness. Amen. And so, yes, we face trials and we face storms. And there are things that in waves they'll come up and they'll push and they'll push and they push. But where we stand, we stand strong in Christ. Amen. And God gives us his strength. And through Esther, yes, through Esther, there was a breakthrough in my heart. A heart that really truly cried out and broke in love because of the way the church family, Pastor Padi, Pastor Karuba, the children, they pour out for us. And so when that, when their storm hit, it shook the foundations of the congregation because of the love that we have for the family. So in that shaking, there was a breaking. And there was a rebuilding. Mm -hmm. So that is the breakthrough that I was given through Esther's storm, through the pastor's storm, that they have all made us stronger. So praise the Lord. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. God bless you, Jody. Praise God. Praise God. Anyone else? I don't want to miss anyone. Anyone else? Last call. Yes. Yes, Carmel. Yes. <laughs> Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Praise God. Yes, yes. You can take the mask off. Please. It's the Lord. Praise the Lord. Lord. I don't have the word. What I think I have the word without God, for what God had did for us, not really for Esther, for us. Amen. <laughs> because I don't know. For the month of November, God did a lot for me. But Esther that I'm with right now, it's a lot that He has done for us. Amen. Not for Pastor Cuba, not for Pastor Buddy, for us. Amen. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. You know, yes. I was going to work. Behind the wheel, I'm crying. I get to work. People are asking me what's going on. I don't know. Because I'm asking people at work. I call them. I have a, somebody in the pharmacy calling myself. We're praying. I don't know. I didn't even, like my kitchen, I, nothing, nothing. And one morning, I guess the day that Esther was going to come out, yeah. I didn't even know. I stayed the whole night. We were finished with the prayer. Midnight, I have to be on my knees. So I was praying. But normally, after I finish praying, I go to bed. My son woke me up with the electrical cord to charge in the morning before we started. I start before we start. And I said, let me look at the phone. Because, and I'm scared. I don't want to look at anything. And I look like I see Esther. I said, what is this? I call Colleen. I said, Colleen, she says, don't tell me. I don't want to look. I said, I'm looking. <laughs> but I had sent a message on Friday to Pastor Cuba. And I said, you know, I have a dream. And before I opened the phone, I, send, I pray and I send, I tell, I send her the message. And I opened the phone. I said, 
for my Lord. You just show me this. It's that true. And then when we get on the prayer line, we ask God to God show me this. Coming up with the family that the, the Sunday that is coming, I see her coming up, and then she was coming up to worship. I give God the praise for that because I didn't expect that. Praise and God. since then, I said, okay, because I don't know if everybody, you heard me on the line when I'm praying, I said, Lord, I want to be more closer to you because I remember telling Pastor Cuba, I want to learn how to pray. Yes. She says, just go ahead. I said, I don't know what to say on the line. I don't want to pray. She said, just go ahead and say anything. And that's how I, every morning, I say, I pray, but I don't, sometimes I don't know what I'm saying, but God knows, and I see I'm because when something is happening, he showed it to me. Amen. I praise God for Amen. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Glory to God. Praise God. Praise God. Blessed be the Lord. That's right. We did get that text from Carmel, that yes. dream that she had before the news came out. And uh, really shows how God's working in his people and revealing things, blessing them, bringing them closer to himself. It's a marvelous Wonderful thing God is doing for the church family and all who are praying. Praise God. Amen. Amen. And it's all happened exactly like how she saw in the dream because last week we came late because we came from the hospital and everything and um, we were like so exhausted, especially her with everything that happened, you know, almost more than nine days. Um, We came late. And because we came late, we all came together. And just like she saw in the dream, she saw Esther walk and the family <laughs> go into the church because usually we are up here. And um, so God is very faithful. God is very faithful. Everything has been planned, ordained by God Almighty. God's plan cannot be thwarted you know, by any demon. Blessed be the Lord. He reigns forevermore. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. God is good. Praise God. <laughs> Anyone else would like to share before we go into God's Word? Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> Come on. I, I knew India was going to share. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to call yeah. on her. Praise, praise God. God, praise God. Praise God. Praise the Lord. God is good. Man. That's all I can say is. God is really good how he changed and transformed all of us through the trial of Esther. Um, um, When this all was happening, at first I didn't know how to feel because, again, how everyone said, like, how we all love pastors and... um, Usually when things happen in my life, like trials and stuff, um, through this whole thing, God, like, revealed a lot of things to me about myself. And through this whole thing, through trials, I usually, like, would be numb to things and not really know how to feel, or I would just try not to think about it or just shy away from the Lord. But through our pastor's vulnerableness, how they were so vulnerable and how they were so real. I've never seen that before. I've never seen, like, 
through people's trials, how they were just so just real through it all. And God used that to shatter some things in my life. And then when Pastor Karuba would talk about Jesus and God the Father, it opened my eyes to to who God really, really is, how God is a loving God, and how God, he loves us all, he cares about us all. And so through the trials and tribulations, when we turn to the Lord and when we look to him, we get a greater glory. And um, there was two things that Pastor Gruber said that stuck out to me. The first one was, there is no f- defeat to those who walk in the path of the cross. Amen. Amen. That Amen. was like, Amen. 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 that really made me like feel charged in God to go after what he wanted me to go after and to seek him for what he wanted me to seek him for. And then the second thing was, without the cross, there is no crown. Amen. Amen. And I think it was two nights before Esther got healed. Me and Nisi was talking in her living room, and we were talking about trials, and we were saying like how we, excuse me, sorry, we were saying how we don't want to face trials and how we don't want to go through trials. But after a while, when we started hearing Pastor Kruber talk and Pastor Deep preach, and how we saw God's strength through it all. That's the thing, like, when we go through things, it's not in our own strength. And I learned that. It's through the strength of the Lord. You know, in Isaiah it says, I will wait on the Lord and I shall renew my strength. Those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. You saw high like wings on eagles. They shall walk and not grow weary. They shall run and not grow faint. And that's what I saw in our pastors. That's what I saw in Esther. I saw in the family. That's why I saw in our church, and it, this whole thing grew me really close to God. And I see Jesus and God the Father and the Holy Spirit in a totally different way. And I just give God praise. There really is no defeat to those who walk in the path of the cross. And I give God glory. Amen. 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 Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Blessed be the Lord. Praise God. Anyone else before we go into God's word? I knew she was going to come. <laughs> Praise God. I, I just couldn't sit without praising God. I thank the Lord for all, all that he has done for us in the month of November. As everybody shared, as a church, you know, we went through this. And what I learned, a lot of things. One is how God is so faithful to his word, to his promise. And um, as Talia said too, you know, November 1st, November 8th, the Lord said specific promises. He knew what was coming. So he already prepared our hearts, right? He said there is no bad news. There is no bad news for God's people. And when I heard this whole thing about Esther, it was like shocking. It like really shocked our life. And it was like, you know, the heart is so heavy the whole time. You're working. I get up in the morning. That's, that's what's in my head, the first thing, and just the whole time. But I remember one day I got up in the morning, and the Lord 
that I think that was the first day when we as a church, we all prayed together. And um, the Lord gave me Psalm 112. And that clearly said, the children of the righteous shall be mighty in the land. And it said that the righteous shall not be shaken. And there is no bad news for God's people. So I said, okay, Lord, that's it. I take that word and I take the prophecy. And I know this is happening right in front of us. But even as, and also the other thing that God did was um, through the messages, you know, the past few weeks and um, maybe a couple months, the Lord was speaking to us about Abraham, about faith about um, keeping our eyes on the Lord, not on the circumstance, not on what we see with our eyes, but to keep our eyes on Jesus. And that's what, through this trial, you know, I learned that I need to hold on to the Lord. And that's what I need to see. And I, I saw that our prayers changed. I saw as a church how we got together. And there was a lot of brokenness. There were tears. But at the same time, I saw such unity, such strength. And I thank God because all the foundation that the pastors have been laying for us, you know, through prayers, through word, I saw that come to pass. And also, the, um, I want to thank the Lord how I saw, um, even through such severe pain, I saw how pastors boldly kept saying, God is good. He is not cruel. He is good. Even in, in the midst of like death staring, you know, in front of their faces, their precious daughter. But they kept holding on to the word. And that gave me strength. And that gave me confidence as well. And to really, um, this is the time when everything was tested. And I praise God how, as a church, we stood. And to see the character um, of Esther during this trial, you know. With the pain, how she had that smile, the joy, how she was saying that, how she was communicating with the Lord through the pain. And the worst thing for her was she was not able to read the Bible or speak in prayer to the Lord. That was more for her than the pain. That really spoke volumes to me. And uh, yeah, I really, um, that's my heart's desire to to follow the footsteps of the Lord and the, the um, path that our shepherds have taught us, you know, that we may all walk in that path and be faithful to the Lord until the very end. Amen. Praise God. 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 Praise be to God. Anyone else before we go into God's word? One more? Anyone else would like to go? No. Go ahead, Miss. <laughs> Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. <laughs> I don't know what to say, how to say it, but <laughs> um, I remember when I first heard about Esther and what happened to us. My mind couldn't comprehend it. Like I could could not believe, you know, this is happening to her, you know. These are pastors, you know, this is Pastor's daughter, you know, they're so faithful to the Lord, I just couldn't believe, you know. And um during this whole thing, um, as we all came together, we would pray, you know, in the morning time, and 
that was strengthening, giving me strength as well. I remember when Pastor came, and I'd never seen her so broken, you know. It was like every word she couldn't basically get out because she was just, you know. And I just felt her pain, you know, just even as a mother. Like how, you know, to see Esther that way, I felt, I just felt that. And the Lord, you know, allowed me to feel that, that pain. And my mind would just think of, you know, because Pastor went in details, you know, and how, you know, her body and everything. And my mind just couldn't get that out. Just I just picture Esther just like frozen, and I just couldn't get that out. So the Lord would just lead me through the night and to pray. And before I went, and, you know, I'll pray. You know, we'll have our prayer time and everything. But right before bed to pray, in the middle of the night pray, and my sleep pray. I never experienced prayer the way I experienced, you know, and the Lord would just, and from there forth, the Lord, you know, even in my, my sleep, I pray, and I'm like, thank you, Lord, you know, because that, that's what I always wanted, but the Lord strengthened me to see even Jesus, how he carried the cross, and the night before um, Esther was killed, I, I believe Pastor came and she spoke on the phone, you know, she was giving details, it was one night where she was on the phone giving details, and she prayed, and um, my mind just got a picture of Jesus getting whooped with the, um, have you ever seen the case of Christ and how they explain um, how Jesus got whooped, you know, with the, the whoop, yeah. balls that was on, and immediately my mind thought of that and thought of the pain that know for for me for us and I was I just feel like I got a a revelation of Jesus and what he had to go through for us and it strengthened me and it it made my heart just break and before like India said we were saying like I I don't know about you know this (laughs) like he was like Lord this is deep you know and but then after that she came you know after the prayer and everything she came and we spoke and I remember us saying, like, I was like, you know what? I, I, if, if Jesus did this for me, like, why would I not want to carry, you know, the cross? Why would I not want to face trials? And it felt like the Lord gave me the strength because this fear gripped me. And I was like, and the only thing that kept coming to my mind was um, I sought the Lord. He answered me. He delivered me from all my fears. And that was the only thing, and this fear just came, but it was like the Lord broke that fear, and then he gave me the strength to want to face the trials, you know, because of what he's done for us, and it was just, through this whole thing, it was just such a blessing, it was such a blessing, and a blessing in my prayer life, because I'm like, praying in my sleep, and I'm like, Lord, <laughs> so that is a blessing, through this whole thing, it was just a blessing, you know, through the trial, the Lord strengthened all of us. Praise the Lord. Praise God. 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 Blessed be the Lord. Praise God. Yes. We're going to go into God's Word. Anyone else who think that you want to share a testimony? If not, we're going to go into God's Word. We're going to go into God's Word. Praise be to God. 
if I didn't leave anyone else, but we're going to go into God's word. Praise be to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Can we just close our eyes and look to the Lord? Thank you, Father. Praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you, Jesus. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you, Lord, for bringing us together as your children bought by the precious blood of Jesus. I thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for what you have done on the cross of Calvary. And I thank you, Lord, for your stripes that you bore on your body so that we can stand healed, delivered, made whole because of what you bore on your body. And we thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Father. As a church, as a church family, we give you thanks for what you've done in this month of November. Thank you, Lord. You've delivered Esther's soul from death, her eyes from tears, and her feet from falling. All three were so true, even physically true, Father, that you made her stand. Thank you, Lord, that she's no more falling, no more fainting, no more dizzy. Thank you, Father. No more paralyzed. Thank you, Lord. No more seizures. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. No more in pain, Lord. Thank you, Lord. No more not able to talk. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Praise you. Praise you. Praise you. Praise you. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. No more unable to eat, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for what you have done, oh God. We praise you. Praise you. Praise you. Praise you. Praise you, Lord. By your stripes. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. All was accomplished by your stripes, O oh Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you for the word of God. You send your word and you heal your people. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I pray may the same word of God that raised her from her deathbed, from her sickbed, minister to our hearts at this hour in the name of Jesus. And whatever need your people may have at this hour, I pray. May those needs be met by our Father in heaven at this hour. And I come against all the forces of darkness and every demonic spirit that is warring against the hearts, minds, and bodies of your people. I bind them in Jesus' name. Take victory in Jesus' name. Oh, Spirit of the living God, I pray that you do a mighty work, a mighty work, a mighty work, oh Lord Jesus. Thank you for what you've done during worship. And as we go further into the river of the Holy Spirit at this hour, I pray. Flood us, O oh Lord, with your presence. Flood us, O oh Lord, with your power. Flood us, O oh Lord, with your love. Flood us, O oh Lord, with your strength in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. For there's power in your word. Hallelujah. There's power in your word. Hallelujah. There's power in your word. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise you. Praise you. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Your word keeps me alive. Your word brings healing to my mind. Your word it heals my body. Your word is all. Your word 
shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. And I thank you, Lord, for your word that you've given to us at this hour. Our Father who art in heaven, who gives us our daily bread. And I thank you, Lord, for today's manna that you've given, O oh Lord. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Lead us closer to Jesus. Hallelujah. Lead us deeper in the river of the Holy Spirit. Oh, Father, great in the presence of the Almighty God. Shatter all the powers of darkness in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Let your kingdom come. Let your will be done on earth. Oh, Father, at this moment, in this place, oh, Father, as it is in heaven in the name of Jesus, so be it, oh God. God, in Jesus' name, hallelujah. The healings and the deliverances that you have in the heavenly realm, we inherit it by faith right now and bring it to our natural realm right now in Jesus' name, hallelujah. Thank you, heavenly Father. Thank you, heavenly Father. For we walk by faith and not by sight, hallelujah. We walk by faith and not by sight, hallelujah. We walk by faith and not by sight, hallelujah. And I thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Your word is all I need, hallelujah. Your word is all 
I need, hallelujah, for our spirits, for our souls, for our minds, for our bodies, for our families, for our finances. Your word is sufficient, hallelujah. Oh, we thank you, heavenly Father. And I ask you, Lord, may your revelation abound at this hour in Jesus' name. And all the powers of darkness may be put to rest in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Silence it right now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Empower your people. Oh, Father, may the warm oil of the Holy Spirit be poured into every ear right now in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, may power from on high touch every single brother, every single sister, every single child. In the name of Jesus, whoever is, Lord, listening to your voice right now, whoever is, Lord, listening to the voice of the Holy Spirit right now, and whoever is going to listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit later, Father, may the same Spirit of the Almighty God touch them all in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Break every bondage in Jesus' name, in the name of Jesus, and a revelation of who Jesus is may be given to them in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. And I thank you, Lord, for doing this. In Jesus' most precious name I pray. Amen. Please pray this prayer after me. Lord, open my eyes to see your truth. Lord, open my ears to hear your truth. Lord, open my mind to receive your truth. Lord, open my heart to keep your truth. Let me be a doer of your word, not a hearer only. Let me bring forth much fruit to the praise and glory of God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Speak, Lord. I will listen and obey. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, I pray for, Lord, our dear Jeannie's family, Lord. And I commit them into your hands. Lord, you know everything that is going on. You know who is sick. Lord, you know who needs healing. And I ask you, Lord, that the hand of the Almighty God may stretch forth, O Father, upon that family in Jesus' name. And I ask you, Lord, that you will touch them in Jesus' name. And I ask you, Lord, wherever healing is needed, I pray. That the Spirit, the Almighty God, from the soul to the mind to the body, O Lord, be given in Jesus' name that their hearts may be won over to the Lord Jesus Christ. And I pray, Heavenly Father, that you touch every family member in the name of Jesus, that every heart may be won over to Jesus Christ, that a 100% commitment to the Lord God Almighty may be given, Lord, by every family member in the name of Jesus, that every knee in the family truly bow down before the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Lord, a total surrender, O Father, in every member of the family be given, O Lord, to the name of Jesus, by their lives, by their lives, by their lives, not just in words but by their lives in the name of Jesus. They, they may declare that Jesus is Lord by the way they live, O oh Lord. From the youngest to the oldest, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Have your own way, O oh Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Raise them as a testimony for you. And I thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We're going to turn our Bibles to Ezekiel. Ezekiel chapter 37. And we are going to read from verse 1, Ezekiel chapter 37, from verse 1. The hand of the Lord came upon me and brought me out in the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the midst of the valley, and it was full of dry bones. So we're just going to stop right here in verse 1, and I'm going to read it again. 
the hand of the Lord, if you are writing, underline or circle the word, the hand of the Lord. The hand of the Lord came upon me. Underline the word me. There is an encounter that is happening here. Ezekiel, the man of God, and God Almighty. There is a work of the Lord that is taking place. There is the word of the Lord that is coming. There is something significant that is happening to Ezekiel, the man of God, the prophet of God. What is God doing? The hand of the Lord came upon Ezekiel and he brought me out in the spirit. He brought Ezekiel out in the spirit, out of where Ezekiel was to where God wanted him to be. Now, if you look at Ezekiel, where Ezekiel was, was not where God brought him to be. It's a totally different location where God brought Ezekiel from to where God brought him to. Now, you look at it, God is taking him from somewhere, moving him to something in order to do something. God is never going to do something without a purpose. Anytime God does something, there's a very significant purpose of God that is there. The plan of God unfolds one step at a time. And you see the hand of God coming upon me. That me is Ezekiel. And he's bringing Ezekiel out. How? In the spirit of the Lord. It is very important. Many times we can make our own decisions to move from here to there or do what we want to do. Not being led by the spirit of God. Ezekiel was brought out by the Spirit of God. There was some supernatural happening that was taking place. But the Spirit of God took Ezekiel from where he was and moved him to where God wanted him to be. In order for us to really fulfill the plan of God, we need to be moved from where we are to where God wants us to be. Spiritually, Ezekiel was in the will of God, doing the will of God. But... In the physical location, God had a work for him to do. He was doing what God wanted him to do. But suddenly, God brings the direction change. The plan of God is never going to be the same for every single person all the time. It always changes. Faith to faith. Glory to glory. From one level to the other. Every day, as we walk with him, we become more and more and more like Jesus. So there is a change that is taking place. We have to understand, in our soul, in our spirit, there's a change that is taking place. It should take place if you're walking with God. There's a change that has to be taking place every single day. So Ezekiel was in the will of God. Now, being in the will of God, he's being moved to where God wants him to be, within the will of God. Within the will of God. So within the will of God, the hand of God came upon Ezekiel and then he brings them from where he was through the spirit of God and sat him in the midst of the valley and it was full of bones. Now you look at this picture and I want to draw a parallel here to Jesus being led by the spirit into the wilderness. Not a pleasant thing. The Bible says that he was there in the wilderness where wild beasts were there. Ezekiel was here in the valley full of dry bones. 
How was he led there? Did Ezekiel just make a mistake? Did Ezekiel just wander somewhere and all of a sudden he fell into a valley full of dry bones? No. Did Ezekiel do something so that he was punished to be in a valley full of dry bones? No. It was the Spirit of God who led Ezekiel, who took him from where he was by the hand of God, by the Spirit of God, and put him where? In the valley full of dry bones. Now is Ezekiel capable of handling the situation where the valley is full of dry bones? No. Ezekiel was a man. He was a prophet, yes. But it was God who was working through him. So if God has a plan, then God has to move him in order to do something about what God wants him to do. As a mere mortal, Ezekiel had no power to create. Ezekiel was just a human being, just like us. But he was a man who obeyed God. The obedience to God, obedience to God is a very essential component of living a successful Christian life. If you want to live a successful Christian life, obedience is an essential component. It is something that is very important. It's like salt. If you don't have salt, you really won't be able to taste anything that is there. Just like that. Obedience is very important for every Christian believer. Because if I really believe, I will obey. Now, the hand of the Lord came upon Ezekiel, brought him out where he was in the spirit of the Lord and set them in the midst of the valley and it was full of dry bones. As we draw a parallel here to what Jesus Christ went through. He had such a beautiful experience where he was baptized in the river and you see the spirit of God descend upon him in the form of a dove. And you see God the Father saying, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. Now, right after that, it's not like Jesus just being taken by the Spirit and just he goes before Herod and say, Hey, Herod, I'm bigger than you. No. It was not that Jesus was just taken before the multitudes and all of a sudden he started opening blind eyes and deaf ears and, and there it goes, Jesus' ministry. No. What happens after that beautiful, intimate experience when he obeyed God? Sometimes you may be thinking, Lord, I just obeyed you. I'm living in obedience to you. I'm doing the right thing. But why am I in a valley full of dry bones? Lord, I'm living in obedience to you. Why am I in this wilderness? Understand, if you are walking in obedience to the voice of the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God takes you and puts you in the wilderness. The Spirit of God takes you and He puts you in the valley of dry bones. Not so that you may sitting there scared, not so that you'll be sitting there not knowing what to do. There is a purpose for every place that God places his people. He took Ezekiel, took him by the spirit, put him in the valley full of dry bones. The spirit of God, once Jesus was baptized in the spirit, led him straight into the wilderness. You see, both people here Went where? To an isolated, lonely place. Jesus was in the wilderness, all alone, and the Bible says, where wild beasts were there. And he was tempted every day. We only see three temptations recorded in the Bible during that period, but he was tempted every day. There were many more things that were there that God did not specifically put in there. Three is enough for us. When Ezekiel was taken and he was put in the valley full of dry bones, 
he was sitting in isolation. When he was sitting there, no other human being. When you turn around and look, all dry bones out there. One human being with life, surrounded by lifeless bones. Where you see horror all over. Jesus Christ, having such a wonderful experience, by walking in obedience to God the Father, fulfilling the righteousness of God, was taken by the Spirit of God and taken into the wilderness. For what? To be tempted or tested. To be tried. There's a purpose. If you look at the end of that section, you see Jesus would come with the power of the Holy Spirit after the 40 days of not just fasting and praying, of the trial period that he was going through. He successfully overcame everything and came out with the power of the Holy Spirit. And then began his public ministry, which was so effective. There is always a result that God will keep at the end of any trial. Whatever purpose, whatever path that you're going through, always understand, there is a glory that is waiting for at the end of that. When we're walking with God, even though we may not know, Ezekiel, I'm sure, would not have known, this is what God was going to do. All of a sudden, he finds himself from where he was to a valley full of dry bones. God never said, Ezekiel, not even in a dream. God didn't tell Ezekiel in a dream. Well, tomorrow morning, I'm going to take you to this valley full of dry bones, and this is what you're going to do. When you go into that valley full of dry bones, you're going to talk to them, and when you talk to them, they're all going to come together, and they all come together, and you're going to see them stand up, and when they all stand up, they're going to become mighty army. No. You don't see God giving any detail. Nothing. Suddenly, the Spirit of God took Ezekiel. God's hand came. The highlight of the whole thing is God's hand. I want to take a few minutes to meditate on what God's hand is. If we know God's hand, if we know what God's hand is, we won't worry about where his hand will take us. His hand is the most loving hand. His hand is the most powerful hand. His hand is the most gentle hand. His hand is the most tender hand. With that hand, he led his people in the wilderness. With that hand, he provided for the people in the wilderness. With that hand, he protected his people in the wilderness. When you look at that hand of God, you know that this hand will never harm me. This hand will never hurt me. This hand will always protect me. This hand will provide for me. This hand will comfort me. This is the hand of God. With this hand of God works on our behalf. Wherever this hand of God would take us to. Wherever he takes us to. And whatever path he takes us through. We can be confident that me being in the hand of God. I can rest I can safely trust this hand. That this hand will lead me through and it will lead me to a glorious end. The hand of the Lord came and took Ezekiel. There's no fear when you are in the hand of God. 
There is no fear when you are in the will of God. The hand of God took Ezekiel and took him to a very scary place. The hand of God was not scary, but the place was scary. He took him and he put him there. Now the hand is gone. The Spirit of God came and put him there. That was it. The hand is gone. That was Ezekiel and the dry bones. The Spirit of God led Jesus into the wilderness. And after that, he was there with the enemy, tried, tested, tempted for 40 days and 40 nights. There's a path that God has for each one of us. When we understand our God who leads us into triumphant victory, the Bible says, Thanks be to God who always leads us into triumph and victory. Thanks be to God who always causes us to win, overcome. He leads us into triumph and victory. How can God lead us into triumph and victory? How are we going to get victory? How can God lead us into triumph and victory? How can you see the end product if there's no process involved? You can't get a cake without doing whatever you have to do, put the eggs and put the dough and do all those things and put it in the oven. Then you get the finished product. We all like the finished product, but the work involved is important. When we know who is the potter, when we understand who is actually molding us, when we understand who is actually leading us, when we understand who is actually taking us by his right hand, my right hand into the right hand of God. And he is taking us. Even if it is a valley full of dry bones. Even if it appears scary, we know. You know what? He's never going to put me in a place. It's not good for me. He's never going to put me in a place. That I'm going to die here. He's never going to put me in a place where it is not going to be God glorifying. Jesus was taken into the wilderness. Ezekiel the prophet was taken into the valley. Both came out with great glory because they were led by God. They were led by the Spirit of God. Question for you today is, are you being led by the Spirit of God? Are you looking for comfort? Or are you looking to be led by the Spirit of God? The Spirit of God can lead us into a valley full of dry bones. The Spirit of God can lead us into the wilderness. The Spirit of God can lead us into a place. Yes, there are wild beasts there. Do you know what? When we keep our eyes on God who is with us, our eyes won't be focused on the wild beast, but it will be focused on the Spirit of God who has taken us there. Our eyes won't be focused on the dry bones, but on the Spirit of God who has placed us in the valley full of dry bones. What happens there is something that you can continue reading further. But the Holy Spirit wants me to dwell here in verse 1. Being led by God. Those who are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God, or the daughters of God, the children of God. Being led by God is the most important thing in the life of any believer, anyone. If I'm not led by God, if I'm just led by my feelings, if I'm led by my family, led by my emotions, led by money, led by what others would think, then I cannot be a child of God. I mean, I can tell that I'm a child of God, but am I really? No. Those who are led by the Spirit of God, they are the children of God. 
we need to be led by our good shepherd, the Lord Jesus Christ. Led by the Spirit of God. Ezekiel was led by the Spirit of God. Taken by the Spirit of God. And placed where? Not in a place where Ezekiel would have wanted, but where God wanted him to. As a result of that, what happened to Ezekiel? Look at Ezekiel's life. You read the rest of the chapter. I highly recommend that you read this entire chapter. As a result of this, what happened? A huge miracle, a huge miracle took place that I don't think anyone would have ever seen before or after. See, there are certain things that God does in the lives of God's people. It's a one-time thing. It never happens before or after. Noah's blood happened only once. The ark was dealt by Noah and his children and the, the dimensions were given by God and God shut the door of the ark. All those happened only once. Never did it happen again. Before or after. God gave Moses the tablet and the commandments on top of Mount Sinai. Never did it happen. Nobody, even Joshua, didn't go and get the commandments one time. There are certain things that happen which happened in a unique way to those who obey God. Never happens before or after. There are very special things that God will do. In Ezekiel's life, this is a very special thing. We don't see anyone going to a valley full of dry bones and raising them up into a mighty army. Ezekiel had the privilege of being used by the Lord to bring these bones together, to cause flesh to come upon them. And for the breath of God to enter into them. And for them to rise up as a mighty army. Never happens before or after. The ministry of Jesus Christ is a very unique ministry. Never happens before or after. Even though God says, those who believe in him will do what he did and greater. Jesus was a son of God. Yes. Through his power, we can do what he did. I mean, it says greater, nothing more than what he did. A larger multiplication to more people. He did it all. He raised the dead. He cleansed the lepers. There's nothing that he didn't do. He calmed the storm and he walked on water. So there's nothing beyond what Jesus did that we're going to do. He is God Almighty. But what he did, as the Bible says, a disciple, if he becomes like his master, that's good enough. That's a big achievement. We can become just like Jesus and do exactly what he did. That's enough. You know what? That's a big goal. If we can get to it, by believing in what Jesus said and obeying what he said, that's good enough. And he says, when you do greater, is the multiplication. You reach more people. More blind eyes open. More deaf ears open. More people hear the gospel of Jesus Christ. More people are coming to the kingdom of God ministry of Jesus Christ. You see, the ministry of Jesus Christ went beyond his lifetime. It went from the Gospels to the book of Acts to all the way to Revelation to where we are today. Never before or after. God has something unique for every single person who would choose to follow his path and stay in it. I want to repeat. God has something unique for every single person 
who would choose to follow his path and stay in it. Staying is the most important thing. That's where the test is. Many times people will say, oh, I'm going to the promised land and hop in the path. And within a few minutes, they'll hop out. Because they'll say, oh, this is too hard for me. Maybe sometime later. But that later may not come. God is speaking to our hearts today. Do you know the worth of the call of God that God has on your life? Do you know what God can do in and through you? If God can do that to Ezekiel and through Ezekiel. Will you be an obedient soul that would say, Lord, do that to me too. Whatever you want to do. By your spirit, Lord, I yield myself to you. By your spirit, Lord, do whatever you want to do in my life. By your spirit, not by might, not by power, but by the spirit of God. Mountains can be brought down. Valleys can be raised up. Dry bones can become into something living as a mighty army. And a powerful, powerful ministry, such as the ministry of Jesus Christ, can be formed where? From the wilderness and beyond. In the valley and beyond. God is looking for people who would say, through your spirit, by your hand, take me, Lord, from where I am to where you want me to be. Take me up, Jesus. Take me, Lord. Not my will, let thine be done. Not my will, let thine be done. Not my will, let thine be done. Tell the Lord, Lord, I want to be like Ezekiel. I want to be like Jesus Christ. I don't want to be someone taken by the Lord. The moment he puts me in the valley full of dry bones, oh Lord, I can't stand it. I can't stand the smell. The air is like bad. And Lord, I don't know. The sight is horrible. Lord, I can't even lie down. There's no space even to lie down. It's full of dry bones. Can I put my head on these bones? Lord, I'm so horrified. And what did I do, Lord? What did I do to deserve this? Lord, is this the path of the cross? I don't even know. Lord, how am I going to take the next step? Oh Lord, have mercy. Lord, please deliver me out of the valley full of dry bones. Ezekiel was not like that. In all of these things, we need to find the purpose of God. What is the purpose of God? His purpose needs to be accomplished. His purpose was accomplished. God spoke to Ezekiel step by step by step. And God said, Ezekiel, can these bones live? He said, Lord, only you know. Ezekiel was not concerned about himself. He was concerned about the things of God. Write this down. He didn't talk about his situation. He didn't talk about how horrible the place looked. He didn't talk about how horrible God was to bring him here. He didn't talk about, oh, poor me, full of self-pity. No. He was brought into a valley full of dry bones. Yes, it was death all around. But he knew God had a purpose. So when God began talking to him, God didn't tell him, Ezekiel, I'm going to make you raise these bones into living human beings. No. God asked him a question. Ezekiel, what do you think? Can these bones live? He's asking him the question. This should bring us to the wilderness where Jesus had these 5,000 men. So many people, including women and children. He's looking at Philip and he's asking, where can we buy bread? Give them something to eat. 
knowing that he was going to do something. God always has a plan. When he puts us in a place, he always has a plan. And he always sees the end from the beginning. Tell yourself this. My God sees the end from the beginning of my life. He sees the end from the beginning. If he's a good God, if he's a God who always does good, if he's all-powerful, if he's a living God, and if he is the one who's leading me through this, then there's a good result at the end. The result is good. The result is good. So it is so important for us to keep our eyes on Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. Keep our ears open to what he would have to say to us. He's looking at Ezekiel and he's asking, what do you think, Ezekiel? Can these bones live? As if God doesn't know the answer. God is like a very good father. Look at a child and look at an object to teach them. To say, what do you think, even though he knows the answer already? Even though he's about to give him something. I'm sure Ezekiel's life would have never been the same. Because he saw before and after. Before was bones, and after was a mighty army. The process was step by step. When he saw the bones come together, when he saw the muscles and the tendons and all those things come together, and all of a sudden, flesh, skin, and then you see a valley full of dead bodies. And now he says, look what I'm going to do. The breath of God came and made them all into living human beings who rose up as a mighty army. The goal was what? Mighty army. But God needed a human being. God took Ezekiel, a prophet of God, who was surrendered to God and obedient to man of God. God would take him there and put him there. He was there until God took him out of there. He was there until the purpose was accomplished. Jesus was there in the wilderness for 40 days and 40 nights, going through that trial period until the period was over. God is speaking to our hearts today. During this last Lord's Day of this month of November, are you like Ezekiel? Are you like the Lord Jesus Christ? Are you looking at the end product? Are you looking at what God wants to do in your life? Are you seeing with the same eyes that Jesus is looking at your situation? I want to bring one more situation here as the Holy Spirit wants me to. There was this man, he was a ruler of the synagogue, his name was Jairus. His daughter was very sick. He came to Jesus and he said, Master, come home and heal my child. She's very sick. Jesus said, Granted, you want me to come home and heal her? I'm coming to your house. But on the way, Jairus heard a news through a messenger, a man who carried the bad news, which was the daughter is dead. That's not all he said. It was in the whole sentence. He said, oh, she's dead. Don't trouble the master. Now, it may sound like an ordinary human being saying something, but that was for the pit 
of hell. To stop the work of God in Jairus' family. The spirit of death had come upon the girl. And what is now Satan saying? Oh, don't trouble the Lord of life. The Lord of life shouldn't come here. Tell him to not come. That's Satan speaking through that man, the messenger who came and said, She's dead. Don't trouble the master. But God always comes through for his people. Jairus had faith to call the master to his house. Now when this news came, immediately Jesus counters that with his word. His word is all we need. He said, Jairus, belief. Only belief. And what sentence Jesus spoke there? She is not dead. She is sleeping. She's not dead. She's sleeping. What was Jesus seeing? Jesus was seeing something very different than all the people there. All of them saw a dead body. All of them saw no life. But Jesus saw her sleeping. You know why? He knows the end from the beginning. He was going to raise her up. Where? From her death. She, he was going to raise her up from what? From her sleep. And the sleep was permanent sleep. Jesus didn't come and explain everything to them. He just said, If you don't know, I'm here to tell you what's happening. But if you can't believe, out of my way. Because unbelief and God's work cannot mix together. Unbelief will block the blessing of God. Every time you say a word of unbelief, you're canceling the blessing of God instantaneously, understand. Every time you say a word of unbelief, you are actually telling God that He is not capable of doing what God has prophesied or God has spoken over your life. Jesus said, I'll come, Jairus, I'm going to come and I'm going to take care of the situation. Don't worry, don't believe that. means He is going to take care of the situation. Even though... This girl died. Even though there's death here, Jesus is going to come and raise her up. There is the work of God that took place. Yes, it was death there. But Jesus saw something else. Jesus said, I'll come. I'm going to come and raise her. I'm going to come and change the situation around. God is speaking to our hearts today. No matter what our situation is, whether it's a valley full of dry bones, whether it's a desert wilderness with wild beasts there, not one day, not two days, 40 days and 40 nights, my Lord had to be there. A place where death is already there, mourners are already there, you're all getting ready to bury her. Jesus said it's not over. And God comes and says it's not over, it's not over. We dare not say it's over when he has not said that it's over. We have to understand, God has the final word over our situation. God has the final say over our finances. God has the final say over our marriage. God has the final say over our health. God has the final say over our every situation. And guess what? He says, in every situation, through every fiery trial, 
like Jesus, how he overcame, you too will overcome. I too will overcome. We too will overcome. Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. Imagine how Jairus would have gone home with Jesus. Every step of the way, he would have been looking at Jesus' face. Every step of the way, he would be looking at Jesus' face. You know what? As a father in his heart, he knew that his daughter died. It was a very hard walk, even though he knew Jesus was going to do something, but daughter is dead. The grief would have been there. But you know what? He stirred up his faith. He stirred up his faith. He had faith to receive the healing for his daughter. Now, his faith is being stirred up because of the word that Jesus spoke. That his daughter shall live. His daughter shall live. His daughter shall live. Because of that, he took Jesus with him to his house. If he would have not believed, he would have said, Yes, Lord. No, I don't want you to come. Please. I don't want you to trouble yourself. And he would have gone home. But Jairus had the faith to see his daughter raised from the dead. Where is your faith? God is looking at you today. Ezekiel had the faith to raise the dry bones into mighty army. That's why God took him there. Jesus was going to pass all his tests. The Spirit of God took him into the wilderness. And not before a big congregation. To do lots of healings and signs and wonders. No. The first thing that happened was isolation, testing, trial. But at the end of it was a glorious work of God that went out of him. He came out of the wilderness full of the power of the Holy Spirit. That's what happens. At the end of every trial, the glory of God is revealed to a much greater measure if the hand of God takes us to the valley. If the hand of God, through the Spirit of God, takes us into the wilderness. Jesus says, Jairus, let's go. Let's go to your house. Let's go. I will raise her up. Whatever your situation you may be going through, settle this in your heart. There's nothing that is difficult for the Almighty God. There's nothing that is too difficult for the Almighty God. All things are possible to him who believes. It's just a matter of time. Forty days and forty nights for Jesus in the wilderness. A certain amount of time for Ezekiel in the valley full of dry bones. A certain duration for Jairus with his daughter for Jesus to come and raise her up. It was past four days for Lazarus to be in the grave. But you know what? My God did a miracle. In every situation he did a miracle. Not a single person did he turn away. Jesus never turned away. Even a single person. Because he had the power to rescue, to deliver, to heal every one of them. That is who my God is. He has the power to answer you. He has the power to deliver you. He has the power to save you. He has the power to do something new in your life. I want to finish with this as the Holy Spirit wants me to. When Jesus takes us into a certain place, a wilderness or a valley, it is for us to know the power of God and it is for those who come in contact with us to know the power of God. Write these two things, very important. It is for us to know the power of God and it is for those around us who come in contact with us to know the power of God. That's what happened. In the land of Egypt, 
when God sent forth ten plagues through Moses, the children of Israel saw the power of God, and all of Egypt saw the power of God. It is for us to know the power of God at a much deeper level, and it is for those around us to see the power of God being manifested through the path that we are going through. Yeah, it took ten plagues. But each time, God's glory was revealed. And all of a sudden, they were uprooted out of Egypt, through the desert, to the promised land. God is speaking to our hearts today. No matter what your path is, God will use your situation for you to know God like you've never known before. And for those around you to know God like they have never known before. If that end result is obtained then we have really done our part before God by walking in obedience to the will of God, by glorifying God in every situation, every circumstance, by knowing Him and making Him known through our situation. Knowing Jesus Christ at a much deeper level, personal level, like never before, and through our walking with God, having others know Him at a much deeper level, we have done the will of God for that season, in that duration, during that particular time, in that situation. Every situation that we face, these two things are very important. Our getting closer to God and knowing God like never before. And people around us should know Jesus like never before. If that is not accomplished by just say, oh, you know, I needed $5 and I got $5, that's it. So what? Oh, I needed this, I got this. So what? What is the point? Our purpose on earth is to know God and to make Him known. Our sole existence on this planet is to know God and to make Him known. In every situation, through every trial, is to know Him and to make Him known. If we can do that through the Spirit of God. The hand of God upon us, the Spirit of God leading us into wherever God wants us to be. And if that is accomplished, oh, I've known God like never before. Like each one of you testified, even through this trial. But I've known God at a deeper level. And as a result of this, others are getting to know God. That trial, the purpose with which God has taken us through that, that will be accomplished. That has happened. We've known God like never before. That our lives have transformed. Our lives have been transformed. God's a whole new level. And people around us are seeing Jesus at a whole new level. God is at work in our lives. In every situation, through every fiery trial, whether it's the valley, whether it's the wilderness, whether it's a house where death is, or a nation that is plagued by plagues. But those who keep their eyes on the Lord, God will make himself known to them in a way that they've never known him before. And he will cause God's people to make God known to others like never before. Your life on earth should revolve around these two principles. 
I want to make God known to everyone. But I need to know Him first. I need to know Him like never before. By me knowing Him like never before, those around me will come to know Him like never before. Shall we all stand up together and look to the Lord? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Oh, thank you, Heavenly Father, for giving us this time, O Lord, to come before your throne of grace. What a blessed Redeemer we have. Thank you, Lord. 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 The Spirit of God, through the hand of God, took Ezekiel from where he was and brought him to the valley full of dry bones so that he can see the power of God. Hallelujah. And so did all the dry bones that stood up as a mighty army. They saw the power of God. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. A mighty army was raised by God through Ezekiel. Where? In that valley. Hallelujah. In the valley. Hallelujah. The army didn't come out of some Israelites out there. But in the valley, in a hopeless situation, in a death situation, in a dark situation, in a lifeless situation came a whole large army. Hallelujah. In great numbers. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. He calls into existence things that are not even there. Hallelujah. Oh, praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you. Take a few moments in the presence of the Lord to surrender yourself to God Almighty and tell the Lord, Lord, you lead me. Hallelujah. Spirit of God, you lead me. Hallelujah. Hand of God, you lead me. Hallelujah. Take me into the perfect will of God, wherever you want to place me, O oh God. I give myself over to you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Just give yourself over to the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. One life we have. One life. Only one life. Only one time we can live on this earth. Hallelujah. Live it fully for Jesus. Live it fully for Jesus. Live every moment for Jesus. Let every breath be for Jesus. Hallelujah. Every word you speak may revolve around Jesus. Hallelujah. Giving glory to God and to God alone. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. There's greatness in the path of the Almighty God. Hallelujah. There's greatness in the path of the Almighty God. Hallelujah. If God is with you in the valley, it's the most blessed place to be in. Hallelujah. If God is in the desert, it's the most blessed place to be in. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. He brought him and he put him there. Hallelujah. Oh, the Spirit of God led Jesus into the wilderness. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, the Spirit of God led Ezekiel into the valley. He just took him and he put him there. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Yield every part of your being, every member of your body to God right now. Thank you, Father. And tell the Lord, Lord, have your own way. Have your own way. Have your own way. Have your own way. Thank you, Jesus. 
Lead me, Father, lead me, Father, lead me. Tell the Lord, lead me, Lord, lead me, Lord, lead me, Jesus. Lead me by your spirit, hallelujah. I want to live a spirit-led life. Tell the Lord, Lord, I want to be led by the spirit of God. I want to be taken by the hand of God. No more wandering, no more going my own way, no more thinking, no more planning, no more doing what I want to do, no more getting confused, no more just doing whatever randomly. I want to be led by the spirit of God, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Oh, we praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Touch your people right now, Father. Touch your people right now, Father. Touch your people right now, Father. Hallelujah. Oh, with the nail pierced hands, touch your people right now, Father. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Whatever they need is, oh Lord, touch them right now in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Oh, Spirit of the Almighty God, touch your people right now in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You are the Lord God who turns all our loss into gain, Father. Thank you, Lord. Our morning into dancing. Hallelujah. Oh, we thank you, Lord. Thank you. Our night into day. Hallelujah. Oh, we praise you. Praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you, hallelujah. Oh, we thank you. How this valley full of dry bones became a mighty army, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus, hallelujah. Praise you, praise you, praise you, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, hallelujah. Praise you, praise you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Oh, we praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus, hallelujah. Lord, we praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you, hallelujah. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Jesus, hallelujah. Lord, we worship you, worship you, strength upon strength and grace upon grace. Be given to your people right now in Jesus' name. Oh, that they may be led by the Spirit of God, hallelujah. They may walk in obedience to the perfect will of the Father. Thank you, Jesus, hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus, hallelujah. Praise you, Lord, praise you, Jesus. In every situation, in every fiery trial, through Jesus I will overcome. Through Jesus I will overcome. As He overcame, I will overcome. As He overcame, I will overcome. Through Jesus I will overcome. Through Jesus I will overcome. As He overcame, I will overcome. As He overcame, I will overcome. I will overcome through Jesus. I will overcome. I the overcame. I will overcome. I the overcame. I will overcome through Jesus. I will overcome through Jesus. I will overcome. I the overcame. 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 I will overcome. Then I conquer 
Thank you, Lord, for your precious word, oh, Father. Thank you, Every Jesus. word from God energizes us, Amen. mobilizes us, Jesus. perfects us. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, we thank you, Lord. We love you. We thank you for your perfect love. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. May the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you give you peace. Amen. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ... May the love of God the Father and the sweet fellowship of His Holy Spirit rest and remain with us all now and until we see Jesus face to face. Amen. God bless everyone. Have a blessed rest of this glorious Sunday. And we'll see you next time. Amen. God bless all of you. Brother Eddie and and Joshua, if you can stay behind to help with the setup. I mean, pack up. God bless you. God bless all of you. Have a blessed um, rest of the evening and um, rest of the week. God bless all of you.